We're going to talk about the whole armor in its Ephesians chapter 6 and start with verse 10. And uh, we already talked about it this morning. We're in a spiritual battle. We're not in a physical battle necessarily, but we're in a spiritual battle. And the Bible talks about here the whole armor. And if we just try to put on part of it, it's not going to work. Because the enemy's going to know when you got the whole armor on. We're in a battle. When a soldier goes in the battle, they, they're prepared. They're, uh, they got everything that they need to face the enemy. We watched a movie just, uh, I guess, a day or two ago. It's based on a true story. Uh, it's about uh, this chaplain that went to, uh, I believe it was Iraq, and he told his daughter before he left, he said, you make sure you keep on the whole armor of God. And he gave her a little coin, and it, it represented about the armor that she's supposed to wear. He got over there, and he faced things he never dreamed he'd face. And he had this one young man that would, uh, at first, he started trying to talk to him, that guy, that boy didn't want to hear nothing about God, or he just kind of always coming back to him or something. And before it was over, the young man got saved, and he actually baptized him right there on that little makeshift base that they had. And just a few days later, that young man got killed. And that really, really affected that chapel. When he come back home, he realized finally that he, had, he didn't have a whole armor on himself. He was looking more to himself than looking to God. And he about tore his family apart. And he finally realized and God put it all back together. And later on they asked him, we need a, he got he got completely out of the military and they asked him, he said, uh, we need a chaplain to go with special forces. He said, we won't be gone this much. And he was kind of hesitant. His life came to him and said, you're going to take the job. And, uh, she said, we're called to do this. And she ministered to those wives on the base that had lost loved ones or had, had their leg blown off or whatever. And he was out there in the field doing the same thing. They done that for three years and then later on he got put on the base uh, somewhere. I think he, when the movie was put out, which it's an older movie, he was still doing that. But it showed his little girl, his daughter and son little girl had that little coin and she felt like praying. And at the very time her and the little boy was praying, the mother walked in and they said, come on, pray. And uh, they got to prepare the daddy's daddy's boots and set them beside the bed because he was over in Iraq or Iran or somewhere. And the very time they was praying, they showed this in the movie. They didn't really say if this part was exactly true, but it was based on a true story. And uh, the very time they was Praying, he almost got blown up. They started attacking him, you know, and uh, he really got close to dying. And then one other time, they got in the ambush. They, they, the enemy got him in the ambush, and they almost not, didn't get out of that either. And uh, he really realized it was over what God called him to do. But he was trying to teach those people to put on the whole armor. Let's read about this just a little bit. Six Ephesians, starting with the chapter. Verse 10, it says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God 
that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And we'll go back and talk about some of these verses here in a little bit. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take, up, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and have done all to stand. In verse 14 it says, Stand therefore, have your loins girt about the truth, and have it on the breastplate of righteousness. 15 it says, And your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherefore, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Verse 17, it says, Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Praying always with all power, supplication in the Spirit, watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. We'll stop right there. The whole armor this morning. In verse 11, it says, put on the whole armor. And that, that means, in the, in the Greek, it means the full armor. The full armor. And, and, and that means everything that God has listed here in His Word, the full armor. Don't just try to put this to heaven on, or don't just try to just use the sword, or don't just try to just use the shield, but put the full armor on that we'll be protected when we go back. And it also means that wiles, in verse 11, wiles of the devil means trickery. Lying wait. Church this morning, Satan got that up. He's got trickery. He's lying in wait. He's always trying to do set some kind of little trap or some kind of some kind of way to trick us. He wants us to fall. He wants, he wants our testimony to be harmed. Or, uh, we talked about it the other day, I believe, that a lot of people look at us. They look at our life. They look at the example we're setting. They're, they're seeing if we got the whole army. They're seeing if we got the fruit of the Spirit in our life. But the enemy's put these little traps, and he, he, he's doing this little trickery, you know, and God don't want us to be ignorant to it. He wants us to be prepared. He wants us to be ready. No matter what comes our way, that we've got this whole armor on. And it says, lie in wait. Don't think that Satan's just over here somewhere asleep thinking, well, you, you know, they won that battle. I'm just going to give up on them. He'll come back around. we got to keep, but we're in a war. I mean, we're in a battle. You're in a battle for your family. You're in a battle for your health. You're in a battle for yourself. You, I mean, we're in a battle. We're in a battle for what's right. I mean, this, this thing, some of the things that this nation's went through, it, it, it's, a, it's a light and dark. It's, it's right and wrong. I mean, it's, it's evil and good. I mean, it's, it's not just, well, this person thinks this or this thinks that. We're in a battle. We're in a spiritual battle. And it affects our walk on God. It's, it affects our... It affects us in the natural, but it's a spiritual battle. Verse 12 said, We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. This principalities means magistrate power. It also means like 
a civil officer or a judge. Am I saying all judges are evil? No, I'm not saying. I'm talking about spiritual. There's a spiritual battle going on. We'll read, if you read through the Bible, you'll see times that God dispersed angels and different things on people's behalf. There's a spiritual warfare going on. They're, they're, the, the enemy is trying to take territory. I'm talking about in the spirit. He's trying to take territory. Yeah, he does use people here a lot of times to get his agenda across. He does. But God's also got people that he set up. How many know when God sets somebody up, a, a, a person that's a, a man or woman of faith, that's a Christian, that, I mean, I, I've seen it in my life that, that I found favor in their eyes because they were a Christian, they loved God, and God blessed me through that person. God has got people set up. God is still on the throne this morning. He is still, we're going to win if we hang in, hang in there. Paul said, i got to press towards Mark. He said, press in. The Bible says, the one that endures to the end shall be saved. Enduring, I mean, pressing in. No matter what's going on, if it looks like everything around us has fell apart, it looks like we're never going to be healed, we're never going to have our financial needs met, we're never going to be able to overcome the battle, or, or it might may, may look like that loved one that everybody's given up on, that they're never going to come to God. But God says, stay in the battle. He says, endure. He says, press in. Praise God. He says, have faith. And He says, don't give up. Don't give up. I know a lot of people give up on me. They think, they thought, he'll never amount to anything. He'll never come to God. And probably a lot of them think I still don't amount to anything. But I'm nothing in myself, but with God, it's what, what anything good in me is because of God. It's because of Jesus Christ. It's because of the blood that was shed that I can have life and have more body. It's because of the cross. It's because he said, I'm going to lay down my life and I'm going to raise it up the third day. He said, I'm coming back and I'm going to prepare a place for you. And if you made yourself ready, I'll come back and get you one day. Praise God. We've got something to look forward to. But until we, he said, also the Bible said, occupy till you come, till he comes. We're still got things to do here. we got ministries to carry out. It may not be teaching. It may not be singing. It may not be preaching. But everyone else in this room this morning has got a ministry. You know the Lord. And everyone in this room, somebody's watching your life. Somebody's saying if you got the whole armor on, praise God. Do you have the armor on this morning? We're not going to be surprised. God is not surprised about anything that goes on. The Lord knew all about these, these viruses. He knew all about the election. He knew all everything that was going on before it went on. There's nothing surprises Him this morning. He knows everything that was in the past. He knows the present. He knows the future. Praise God. He's in control this morning. If we got the whole armor on, we're going to be prepared whatever comes our way. We're going to stay in the race. We're going to fight the fight. Praise God. Sometimes we have to fight for those that can't fight for themselves. Sometimes we have to make up the gap. We have to stand up, make up the hedge. And we have to be the one that's going to stand and say, Enemy, you're not getting my loved ones. You're not getting my friends. You're not getting my family. Praise God. But I'm going to stay in here and I'm going to fight the battle. I'm talking about a spiritual battle this morning. 
Me and Roger, my brother, we used to fight like cats and dogs growing up. If somebody tried to uh, fight him and I was around for me and one, we would try to turn the head the other one. Now we're, now we're, we're best friends and, and uh, God has changed us. Praise God. We didn't, we didn't grow up in a home that knew about putting on the whole armor of God. But God moved through His mercy and, and done things in our life that we're where we're at today. We still fight for each other, but it's not in the physical now. Spiritual. Spiritual. Praise God. Where do we get to? Verse 12. And it's talking about, where it's talking about powers, it says, but against principalities and against powers. It's delegated influence, authority, jurisdiction. Jurisdiction. Satan wants to, he wants to have his little jurisdiction. He wants to set up rules. He wants to have authority. But I know the one that's got a whole power. All power has been given unto him. His name is above every name. There is no other name under heaven and earth can be saved but by the name of Jesus. All power and everything is in his name. The devil don't have no power over him. The devil knows he can't defeat him. He knows he's defeated in the end. He knows what the back of the book says. He knows there's a place the lake of fire has been prepared for him. And he knows he's got a short time. But God is in control. Praise God. Jesus Christ, the King of kings, the Lord of lords. Hallelujah. He is the ruler. He is the king. Praise God. He's in charge. He's got everything under his feet. Praise God. This morning, we're talking about jurisdiction. And it also talking about rulers in verse 12. Rulers of darkness. And that's talking about like a world ruler. That's talking about everyone. I mean, we, you know, we think, well, maybe I'm the only one going through something, or I'm the only one facing this battle. And a lot of times I've heard people say, well, if that person could just get out of you, and we could get him somewhere else, or her somewhere else, I'm telling you, it's everywhere. The battle is there, folks. The enemy is there. Yes. I mean, out the drugs, the awful things, alcohol, all the things are going on in the entire world. Yes. But God's everywhere too. Yes. He's omnipresent. Praise God. He's all powerful. If we put our hand in His hand, if we put our life in, his, in Him, if we let Him become King of Kings, Lord of Lords of our lives, then we can face these things. But we can move all over the world at this point. We can move all over the country this morning. We can go all in inward and try to get away from the evil and sin that's in this world, but it's going to be there. But the Bible also, the, the Lord said to you, if I make, uh, the Bible said, if I make the thing to hell, you'll be there. You can't get away from the presence of God. He continually pulls at your heart. He continually tugs at you. He continued conviction, praise God. I tried to get away from him. I tried to get away from his spirit. I tried to get away from the, his presence. No matter where I was at, if I was hundreds and hundreds of miles from here, doing things in places I didn't need to be, 
I couldn't get it out of mine. Because I needed what I needed to leave. I need to go back and put on that armor. Is there anything I do to myself? All I do is humble myself before him. Say, so, Lord, I'm going to pick it back up. I'm going to put it back on. I'm going to put the armor on. I want to stay in the fight. I want to finish the race. Praise God. Uh, and it's the rulers of the darkness, shadiness. The, the enemy is shady. He is shady. He is shady. He'll try to make something that he'll make it look like it's good. He'll make people look like the real, and sometimes they're not. It's shady. He's out there trying to kill, steal, and destroy. How about shadiness? Praise God. He knows his time is short this morning. And this spiritual is non carnal. Non carnal. It's not talking about the natural man. This is just a house that we live in for a little while. I'm talking about the real man, real you, the real man. We're going to spend eternity somewhere, folks. Also, that wickedness in verse 12 is malice, iniquity. Praise God. Also, we'll talk about high places. It's above, it's a high, a high word that here means above the sky. In other words, a spiritual, spiritual realm. This place is, is everywhere, universal. Everywhere. Universal. Verse 13 says, Take up unto you the whole armor that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. That word evil there means diseased, mischief, malice, and harm. Diseased, mischief, malice, and harm. Folks, this is real. This thing is real. If we've ever, if you know, and most of us, several of you in here knows what more I know about God's Word. If you can see anything, you can see we're getting to the end of this time. We get to the end. We're in the latter days. No man knows the day of the hour that the Lord's coming back. But we can see things being fulfilled. Things I heard about when I was this high and we what they did, we went to church, Daniel and took us to tent revivals and things, and I heard those old preachers preaching about things that was coming in the future. Now I've seen them completely. We're here, we're right at the door. But the Bible, I believe with all my heart, no matter how deceitful the enemy is, no matter what kind of traps he tries to lay, no matter how much uh, authority he tries to have, that the church is going to be victorious. I believe there's going to be people coming in. I believe there's going to be people delivered and set free. I believe that we're going to see people uh, come in that we thought would never walk through the door. God's going to set them free. God's going to set them free. We're going to see them pick up the sword and the hand of salvation and put on the shield of righteousness. We're going to see them have their feet shot in the preparation of the gospel. We're going to see our hearts change. We're going to see the desires change. 
We're going to see them delivered, praise God. I know the things I used to love, now I hate. Hallelujah. When you, when you come to Christ, the Bible says put off the old things and put on the new. We're supposed to be a new creation in Him. If we're still loving the things we used to do, we better check ourselves. Praise God. If we're still wanting to do the old things that we knew was wrong, we better check ourselves. We better make sure everything's right. We was talking at work. This one person, was, was some things were going on, and he was concerned about his job a little bit. This, this one boy told him, said, you're the only one you are that can lose this job for yourself. You can't blame it on nobody else. You need to go look in the mirror. He didn't say that, but that's basically what I'm saying. If you're going to lose this job, it's all on you. Because you know the right thing to do. You know what you're supposed to do and not supposed to do. You can't blame it on nobody else. You can't blame it on situations, circumstances. You can't blame it on what's going on at home and not going on at home. When it comes right down to it, when we stand before God, you look in that mirror the next time you get in front of the mirror. It's between you and God. Have you made things right? Have you got the whole armor on? Are you ready to meet the Lord? When you stand before Him, you can't say, well, I had this going on, I had that going on. This is going on. The Bible talks about, He, he told some of them to depart from me. I never knew. And they done all kinds of things. I wouldn't even say, well, no. I'm good and faithful service. Enter in. We're talking about putting on the whole armor of God. And this word in verse 14 says, Stand therefore. And this stand means to continue or establish. Establish. We need to establish ourselves in God's word. Establish ourselves in the rights. Establish ourselves in the fight. We've done everything that we know to do in this need to continue. I talked about it before about let God lead your steps. When it feels like you can't do nothing else, just put one foot right in front of it. Stay in the fight, continue to stand. And that's Gerd. It's talking about Gerd. Gerd about the truth. That means to fight and you battle. Gerd yourself. Get ready. Praise God. Prepare yourself. Get ready. Get ready for the battle. Put on the whole armor. That word righteousness is justification. Justification. In verse 16, it says, Taking the shield of faith. And the word shield here means a large shield. Large, a big enough shield that it covers your text. Large shield. And that word faith in verse 16 is talking about assurance. Assurance. Shield of faith, you may be able to quench all the fire darks of the week. This word quench right here is talking about to extinguish or go out. It's talking about the fire darts, the enemy. This word quench right here means to. That they go out or you're able to extinguish the fire dogs. That word fire, of course, it means to be inflamed with anger, grief, and lust. 
when the enemy's trying to get these things in your heart and your life, trying to he's shooting the fire darts. He's trying to get these things. He's trying to get you to have this anger, lust, and all these things. You hold up the shield. And it quenched the fire darts of the enemy. And we're not talking about a little dart that you throw in the dark. I told you, man, my brother fought when growing up. So we, we got into it one time. We 